I'm outside walking across city campus at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. The campus is filled with trees and plants, sculptures, fountains, benches where students can relax or study. So beautiful. But let's go back in time, 50 years, 100 years, 150 years. What do you see and hear? It was nothing. It was, it was empty. Nothing. So it what was, was here, right here where we're standing? This was, this was grass. There was not a tree. There was not another building. There was no railroad. There was nothing. That's Kay Logan Peters, architecture librarian and expert in how the university rose from dusty prairie to world-class academic institution. Professor Logan Peters knows all about the places and people who shaped the University of Nebraska. For example, did you know the university almost packed up and moved to what was then known as the Farm Campus, far from downtown Lincoln? That was the plan in 1914. It went to a statewide vote, a referendum, which was a new law. That whole referendum law had just been created. So it was defeated uh, in the referendum. I mean, there were people all across the state voting. That was a big decision, and I think would have had a really lasting impact if we'd moved. I mean, Lincoln would be different, a lot different, if the stadium was out there at 33rd and Holdridge and, and not downtown. Of course, Memorial Stadium didn't exist back then, but football? Oh yes, big games played on Nebraska Field. They had beat Notre Dame. <laughs> I think that was a lot of it. And, the, and, you know, the whole state was kind of involved in football, kind of like now. It wasn't just students and it wasn't just Lincoln. Uh, everybody got on board right away. Coming up, find out the location of the original football end zone and more about Kay Logan Peters' love of campus architecture. That's this edition of Faculty 101. Okay, you should switch partners now to be able to inspire young people. Here's your finals. It's really rewarding. I love the students. Welcome to Faculty 101, life hacks and success stories from Nebraska faculty. Time for orientation. Who is Kay Logan Peters? Architecture Hall represents the early years of the university, the only 19th century building on city campus. Professor Logan Peters has an office on the second floor, right in the middle of the architecture library. The architecture library is for all students, but our collections focus on architecture, interior design, landscape architecture, and community and regional planning. And it is the original university library. As architecture librarian, Professor Logan Peters works closely with students and faculty. I was a department chair for a while, and I found that I never saw students, and I didn't get to work with faculty directly on research, uh, and I really missed that. So I asked to step out of that role and come back here. I like working with young people who are pursuing, you know, projects, and faculty too. Um, sometimes have really interesting research projects that they need help with. Up next, lab work, a deep dive into research and creative activity. 
the UNL campus is home to Kay Logan Peters. It's just so familiar to me. Plus, I was a student here, and I've worked here for 38 years, I think, now. So I've kind of grown up with it. Through her research, Professor Logan Peters has become an expert on the buildings that shaped university growth over 150 years. Using words, pictures, a website, even augmented reality, Dr. Logan Peters tells the story of the land-grant university. The first building, University Hall, rose up at the edge of a very small town called Lincoln. You know, when the university was chartered, Lincoln probably had a thousand people and no, no public services really, no electricity, no water, no, none of that. None of that was done yet. Oh, in the 80s, Lincoln boomed in the 1880s, but in the 1870s, it was pretty small. As the new century dawned, the city of Lincoln and the university expanded. Even the football program began to flourish. Before Memorial Stadium, the Cornhuskers played on Nebraska Field that ran parallel to 10th Street. You can actually stand in the field's original end zone next to Brace Laboratory that was built in 1904. The field was on the far west of campus, just south of what is now Memorial Stadium. The funny thing about Brace is it, you know, the design of it was altered because the first football field ran right along 10th Street. And and Brace was a bigger building and they kind of carved a notch out of the back of it to make room <laughs> for the field. <laughs> and this was the early, early 1900s, so football was already firmly established and important, important enough to alter a building. On Nebraska Field in 1922, the Cornhuskers defeated Notre Dame. 16,000 fans watched what the Omaha World Herald described as one of the most brilliant and sensational games recorded. But it was clear Nebraska football needed a new home. It's open self-guided tours. I guess that means you can go. We walk through a gate leading to the field at Memorial Stadium. A Nebraska alumni campaign raised $450,000 from students and other fans to build the original stadium. When um we got really big time in the early 20s, and other schools were building stadiums. KU had a new stadium down in Lawrence, and USC was building, you know, the, the Coliseum. And so they raised the money privately, and they built it fast. I mean, just in a matter of months. So by 1923, it was mostly done. We do have pictures in archives of this balcony kind of held up with wooden frames still around it and they're still pouring the concrete and stuff. But the, the, uh, the first game was in October, which is pretty good considering they started in April. The new stadium influenced campus in another way. It was built by a local architecture firm led by a Nebraska graduate. That didn't sit well with the Boston firm originally hired to design the campus. Chancellor Avery hired this Boston firm who were pretty well known for campus planning and they came up with a style and it's the red brick and the limestone trim, the Bedford limestone trim. Ellery Davis was the architect for the stadium and he was from here in Lincoln and his dad was a, had been a dean. So the original architects didn't, or the official architects didn't like that. So they 
parted ways with the university. But then Ellery Davis got built all these other buildings and he continued to use the red brick and the Bedford limestone. After World War II, styles changed from classic and ornate to sleek and unadorned. We're kind of like a crazy, crazy quilt or a patchwork quilt. You pick a style and we have it, but we don't really have a, as much of a theme as a lot of institutions do, but that's okay. You know, that's okay. They were, they were all built in a different decade and they look like the decade in which they were built and they kind of reflect what was going on at, at that time. Nebraska's East Campus, known early on as The Farm, expanded as well and developed over time to include a host of new labs and buildings. On this campus, history is on display. Not very many things have been torn down. The mall, which, you know, grew slowly over time, is pretty much intact except for one building. The old HOMAC building was torn down and the new one was built, but, but it's also beautiful. The landscaping out there is beautiful too. UNL research from milestones to quirky stories is outlined in a book Professor Logan Peters wrote for Arcadia Publishing's Campus History series. Her research for the book led to surprises and insight. Well, you know, I think there's a kind of an interesting theme that I hadn't really thought about until I started putting the book together, and that was what it was like to be a woman. Um, I mean, it, it it was not for the faint-hearted. Uh, it was especially if you were one of, you know, two or three faculty women. Um, Ellen Smith was the first faculty woman, and she kind of has the reputation for being a grouch and a grump. But no wonder, you know, she had twice as much work and half the pay her entire career. Um, and, and young women students couldn't go anywhere without an escort except class. Professor Logan Peters also embraced technology to share information. She developed and continues to expand an online tour of historic campus buildings. And she collaborates with Nebraska Educational Television and other faculty on an augmented reality tour of University Hall. The building no longer stands, but you can walk around University Hall by donning a pair of virtual reality goggles. My role was to help them um, figure out what was historically accurate and, you know, what the brick looked like and what the roof looked like and the grass. We, you know, we had a big debate about what the exterior uh, landscaping looked like because they had little trees and I said okay <laughs> there were no trees there were no trees it would have just been kind of weedy grass now we're about to start the interior that's our next um, our next effort in that project ready for office hours how did Kay Logan Peters get here Growing up in the city of Ralston, Nebraska, Professor Logan Peters devoured books. Oh, I was a super nerd, I'm sure. Um, I was a reader, and I was very arty. Art, art was always sort of my escape. I was always making things, and that was always a big part of uh, how I entertained myself. And I rode a unicycle. I wasn't, I wasn't eccentric at all. <laughs> 
Professor Logan Peters majored in English at UNL. Her interest in architecture was sparked in a class called Arts Today and by a visit to Chicago, where she toured the Roby House designed by Frank Lloyd Wright. After graduating, she took a job at Love Library, and it eventually led to grad school. I never really thought I'd be able to come back to Lincoln, and it just worked out. So I, I applied and got a job and came back, and I've kind of worked my way around the library system since. Now it's time for a pop quiz. Random questions, life hacks, and wisdom for all of us. Do you have a habit that makes you happier or more productive? Every single morning, I drink a cup of coffee and do the jumble, the word jumble. And if I'm really on a roll, I do the crossword. I used to do the crossword every day, but honestly, it takes too long. And I'm a walker. I like to walk. Um, no matter how irritated I am, a good long walk, you know, it's pretty hard to maintain a, a in righteous indignation when, you, when you're on your third or fourth mile. You said you like gardening. I am a gardener, yeah. Sometimes I hate my garden and sometimes I love my garden. I think all gardeners are like that. But I do like plants. I like plants. I like old buildings. I like plants. I like books. I like art. Do you have a life hack you can share, something that makes life easier? Well, yeah, I was just going to say I read everything, and I read all the time. I read every morning when I get up. I read before I go to sleep. Um, but, you know, there's just no end to how much there is to learn if you read. So I would say just make reading a habit. And now, graduation day. Time for final thoughts. The campus has changed a lot since Kay Logan Peters was here as a first-generation college student. Do you remember how empty it was? These big trees were, were newly planted, and when I was a freshman, Love North was under construction. None of, none of this that you see, this beautiful landscape with all these different trees, was there yet. Professor Logan Peters has devoted her career to preserving the history of campus buildings. She says it helps us understand how we got here. And it makes you appreciate the institution if you realize just what an uphill struggle it was in those early years and just how tiny it was and how important to the state. I think that's always been a factor, just how much um, people throughout the state support the university. The wonders of nature, art, and architecture are on display across the two campuses of the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. All you have to do is get out there and take a walk. That's it for this edition of Faculty 101. In the show notes, we link to the Architecture Tour website, to the book Kay Logan Peters wrote, and to more information on the University Hall Virtual Reality Project. Faculty 101 is produced by the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. So I would ride my unicycle around Ralston, where I grew up, and ride it to the swimming pool. And I'm sure there are probably people back there who still wonder whatever became of that, that girl with the pointy glasses and the unicycle. <laughs>